T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That time, Doc. Hour three, Burgundy Gold today. Oh, we've been promising it. We've been over promising it, and now we're delivering it. Uh, Our old friend, Oka Padre, here on the Team 980. Mr. Al Goldie joins us via the BetQL guest hotline. Bet smarter, beat the books, download the BetQL app today. The world famous Al Goldie podcast, the Natch Chat podcast, is Mark Zuckerman, and now with us here on the Team 980. What is happening, Al? My friends, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you risking your employment and having me on, so thank you. <laughs> well, it's not every day, especially most vampires don't come out until night. It's true. So to get you in the daytime, and we are honored, privileged, and most of our callers have been leaving leaving trinkets just trying to honor you and your greatness and talking about the time of the game in New York. And your analysis overall of our theme today, the quarterback position, and what is your remedy? Yeah, it's amazing because you have, and I actually talked about this on uh, today's installment of the Al Galdi podcast, the Taylor Heineke paradox, and it really is something because, you know, first of all, we spend all offseason talking about, okay, they got Carson Wentz, finally this team is going to have a downfield passing game, there's going to be more explosive plays, like everything that we've been so wanting for the passing offense to be, it has a good chance to be this season. And yet, here we are once again, and for a fifth consecutive season, the offense is really lacking in terms of passing offense. But this time, it's a little different because what you have is a guy in Heineke who, for whatever reason, and I think this is a real credit to him, he makes these big clutch plays late in games. And he's been doing this now to where – you almost have this feeling now if the game is close and it's the fourth quarter and the commanders have the ball, Taylor's going to do something. And so Taylor quarters one through three, for the most part, has not been very good. You know, he's had decent stretches. I thought he did some good things in the first half this past Sunday, but like the overall body of work quarters one through three, even like the first three and a half quarters really isn't that good. I mean, you look at a lot of the numbers, he's near the bottom of the NFL in a bunch of categories, but Late in games, he's doing a good job. We know that the results have been good, right? 5-1-1 one one with him as a starting quarterback. And so, you know, you say to yourself, all right, is it worth making a change when, A, making the change back to Carson guarantees you nothing, and, B, while what you have going on right now isn't great, it has been good enough to where you have been able to have this stretch of going 5-1-1 one one with him at quarterback. So what I would do is I would stick with Taylor. I would be open to Carson. I don't think Ron should be dismissive of Carson. And you notice that he hasn't been. 
But I really would like to see the team take advantage of Taylor's biggest physical strength, which is his mobility. I don't think that the team has done enough of that. You know, seeing these mobile quarterbacks the last two weeks in Mariota and Jones, seeing them kill uh, Washington via the read option and also just on some scrambles, it feels like Taylor doesn't do any of that anymore. It feels like he's been neutered from a mobility standpoint. I don't know how much of that is him versus how much of that is, say, Scott Turner, but this guy is mobile. He's, he's very effective with his legs, and I don't get why that has been taken away from him. Conclusion. You, I mean, we've had years where we discussed – in December, we'd be talking draft, positions in the draft, and prospects. Now it's playoffs, and it feels good, Galdi, but do you believe it? I do, and, and actually one of the things that I love about where the commanders are at right now is that they don't have to do the things that the team seemingly has done every time that it's made the playoffs in the Dan Snyder era, and that is win out, you know? you actually can afford another loss or two and still make the postseason. Now, obviously, you don't want that, okay? You want them to go 4-0 the rest of the way. But if the team goes, say, 3-1, and maybe even 2-2, two and that may well be good enough to make the postseason. So this isn't one of these, you know, you got to just pull off the inside straight and you got to win out. Like, no, you've already kind of had your run when you won the 6 out of 7, and, you know, maybe the good run continues with the next game against the Giants, but especially if you win that game. I mean, if the Giants lose this week against the Eagles and then the Commanders beat the Giants on Sunday Night Football in Week 15, you know, you're not going to say that, like, anything's guaranteed and certainly the Commanders will not have clinched anything. But, boy, are you going to feel good about Washington making the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, I like this in that the team has at least a little bit of margin for error. The defense has been so good this season. I mean, to me, what we're seeing with this defense this season, the most impressive defense, especially now that we have a proper context for the 2020 defense, probably the best defense that this team has had since the peak days of Greg Williams, you know, like those 04 and 05 and 07 defenses. And, you know, we'll, we'll see with the quarterback. Like, there is the magic to Heineke, and so far it's been good enough. The team obviously is running the ball a lot better as compared to earlier in the season. So, I think it's okay to be optimistic. We're here with Al Galdi uh, here on Burgundy Gold Today, Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app via the BetQL guest hotline. You know, um, we, we're talking about uh, all these weapons this team has and the roster, even when they were struggling, it felt like it was one of the better rosters they had, but obviously it was not coming into place. I, I, I get a lot of this, and I'll ask you what you think about it. Um, that, hey, you, listen, the offensive line wasn't very good. They weren't running the football. Robinson wasn't healthy. Um, you know, when Carson was playing. So what if you just played run-heavy football now and added Carson, he'd give you that element of a stronger arm. Do you feel like they could be successful or maybe even more successful, as some people seem to believe they could be? I think they could be. I mean, I don't think that that's an unreasonable way to look at things. The problem is that there would be no guarantees. Right. You know, like, at least right now, you kind of know what you got. You kind of know what you have. With Carson, there is this volatility that you just don't know what you have. And there is volatility with Taylor, too, but it kind of feels like, you know, he now is the devil who you know. And so <laughs> to disrupt that, especially with the team still getting the bottom line results that can be good enough to make the playoffs, and especially with the players on the team loving Taylor the way that the players do, it, it doesn't feel like the risk may be worth what you could end up getting. But you know, I will say this about Carson, and I, I, I might be in the minority on this, but 
Look, overall, did he play well over his six starts? No. But it's not like he was atrocious in every game either, okay? Like, if you're being objective about things, he played well in week one against Jacksonville. He played well in the second half of the week two loss at Detroit. He played well in the loss to Tennessee in week five until that late game interception. But he finished that game against the Titans with some great numbers, and he made some big throws in that game. So, you know, overall, was he good enough? No. And the lack of mobility is concerning, especially with the offensive line, especially now with all the questions regarding the interior of the offensive line. But, you know, I don't think it's, it's uh, ridiculous to say, hey, you only got a six-game sample of Carson as your quarterback. It's not like he was horrendous every second of every game in which he played. So, yeah, it's possible that bringing him back could bring you a better version of Carson Wentz. But, of course, you're guaranteed nothing. And the nightmare scenario would be you bench Taylor for Carson – Carson struggles, and then you have to go back to Taylor. Nobody wants that. That would be a mess. And so I get the idea of, hey, stick with Taylor, and let's kind of see where this goes. But you can tell listening to Ron, he's still open to Carson. And while he was a little more effusive in his praise of Taylor during the uh, day after the game presser on Monday afternoon, Ron has been pretty blunt about Taylor. Like, you can tell. Ron Ron is aware that, like, this isn't really a sustainable long-term thing. But it's been a good thing and a good ride, and we'll just kind of see where it takes us. The great Al Galdi in the Al Galdi podcast on Apple Podcasts, getting up to close to 500 episodes. And one thing that we've talked about over the years, the netminder, the starting pitcher, and the quarterback all should have their own separate unions because how (laughs) they're dealt with is unlike any other position in any, uh, any other sport. It's like, can Heineke just go in and do the best he can do? And can you bring another guy in situationally? Can you have the team preparing for two? I mean, I don't think this has got to be a life or death situation, but I damn sure want to know, is Wentz healthy enough to be able to return? Because this is a mystery to me now in terms of how, terms of how long he's actually not been ready to go. Yeah, it's it's a great point. I mean, look, when he underwent the surgery, and he underwent the surgery uh, in, like, I think it was October 17th, okay? So the initial timeline that was suggested was four to six weeks. We're now past seven weeks, okay? So we are well beyond that timeline that was given when he underwent the surgery for the uh, the fractured right ring finger. So, yeah, I mean, look, I'm not a doctor, but a a fractured finger, this isn't like a torn shoulder or a torn knee, okay? This isn't the Chase Young situation. Like, it seems to me a fractured finger is kind of pretty cut and dry, right? Like, you broke your finger, it heals, and then you should be good to go. So, yeah, I'm with you. It is kind of odd that he still hasn't been activated to the 53-man roster. You know, it's also notable, uh, too, so you've been having Sam Howell as your number two quarterback, Every indication has been that the team doesn't really think that Sam is ready to play, certainly not ready to start. Now, maybe he's further along than we realize, but, you know, the the last, what, seven games now, you've been a snap away, a hit away, an injury away from having Sam Howell as your backup quarterback. In other words, as we play these meaningful games down the stretch, who your number two quarterback matters. And if if the team still has concerns about Howell, uh, you're really at a, at a disadvantage in having as your number two quarterback someone who you're still not entirely comfortable with. 
at the very least, you would say, hey, Carson is an upgrade over Sam as your backup quarterback over these final four games in the midst of a playoff push. So, you know, there's that element to this, too. I tell you, with Taylor, I give him credit for this, too. All of the durability questions going into last season with him, I mean, it feels like he's answered them all. He's taken a lot of shots. He took a beating in that game at the Giants on Sunday, and yet he's continued uh, to stay healthy. He's barely been on injury reports the last two seasons, so I do think that's notable, too. But, yeah, with Carson, it is becoming a little odd with this finger and, like, why and how exactly is he still not activated to the 53-man roster? Yeah, and, you know, I don't know. For me, I kind of know where I'm leaning as far as next season's concerned with him. I think this is a one-and-done, at least it should be, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But would you entertain any possibility of bringing him back if you could do it, you know, for a substantial discount as to what he's supposed to make next year? Uh, It would depend on a few things. So, first of all, as things stand now, I'm with you. I'd cut him and move on and try to draft somebody. You know, if it ends up that he does play and – let's say he plays lights out the rest of the way, mm-hmm. then, okay, that might change the conversation. Um, but, yeah, as things stand right now, no. And it, it, it's just he's not worth what he would be set to make. Mm-hmm. And, and while I do think there's a universe in which, you know, you bring him back another offseason and maybe he stays healthy next year and plays better next year, there are too many ifs and, you know, like body contortions you have to make sure. in order for that scenario to work out. Like, what I think this team really needs to do is draft a guy who they feel like can be the guy, and you've got to go in that direction. I mean, it's amazing. One of the real lessons of this NFL season, and yes, it is one year, but all of these veteran quarterback acquisitions have been like complete debacles. It's amazing to me what has happened, right, with like Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan, and, you know, you can throw Carson Wentz into that mix, Baker yep. Mayfield. Like, so many of these veteran acquisitions just have flopped and, you know, look, you did have Matthew Stafford a couple of years ago now, Tom Brady, so it's not like getting a veteran quarterback is doomed to fail. But, man, this year feels like a real stiff reminder from the NFL gods of, it's, you know, it's never as simple as just trade for this guy, sign this guy, and he can come to you and be what he was somewhere else. Generally speaking, if a veteran is available, that means that his prior team didn't want him. And if his prior team didn't want him, you have to wonder about why. So, You know, we'll see where the commanders end up picking. But, yeah, if you can get your hands on a quarterback, especially with this draft set up to be a quarterback-rich draft, I think that's the way that you need to be thinking. Well, hopefully we'll be talking more playoff games here in recent weeks. Playoffs instead of draft. But I will never forget the moments that we uh, played uh, tug-of-war over Chase Young (laughs) or or the pick for the quarterback in. You know what happens? First thing, I don't want to be picking that quick. I want us to be selecting 20th to 20, 25th to 31st or whatever. I, I just want to keep it that way. Galdi, appreciate you dropping the knowledge on us, my friend, and keep your pursuit of perfection in order, and we can't wait to get you back. Al Galdi on Twitter, Al Galdi Podcast, uh, and also, of course, uh, Nats Chat Podcast with Mark Zuckerman uh, as well. We're all better cat podcasts are found. Yeah, and the Al Galdi Foundation. By the way, Al, yeah. did you do – was it a leg day or an upper body day today? Uh, t- today was chest day. Chest and ah, today. Good call, Doc. See, I told yeah, you. Doc, you nailed it. Yeah. I noticed yeah. you, yeah, he man. He knew the schedule. Okay. He knew the schedule. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a good one. Merry Christmas to you. All right, brother. Nothing but love for you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Oh, no problem. Always good talking to you. As Coach would say, simply 
One of the best. All right. Uh, friend Al Gaudi, good to talk to him. All right, we got some uh, other things to get to coming up. Um, yeah. And it uh, doesn't look like the uh, claims are all officially done on Baker Mayfield, but a lot of buzz, Doc, about the Rams grabbing Baker. Um, it looks like a lot of the, the intel, some of these uh, NFL insiders are saying the Rams be a good are, move. Be First wild. of all, if I've been in, I've been in Cleveland – and Charlotte, I've been in Charlotte, and you talking about there's a chance <laughs> that I can be in Southern California. Yeah. I'll pay you, okay? Yeah, I'm in. All right, coming up, uh, we'll get back to some more issues with the Commanders Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson, Team Nunnity, streaming live on the Free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, big thanks to Al Galdi for joining us here on Burgundy and Gold Today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Good to hear from Galdi. Um, <laughs> oh, you talk about a lunatic. I love him. I think he brings up, uh, like he says, look, it's just the unknown. And I think, again, Ron Rivera, he's comfortable playing nail-biter close games. Uh, he might not love it. I think the unknown is also, you know, these are the kind of things that, that get people to say they ought to fire you uh, if you go back to somebody and you don't win anymore. If you got something going the right way, I, I just think there's just too much risk in it. Now maybe his hand gets forced at some point. They're down in a game. There's an injury, whatever, and then you would see uh, number eleven back on the field. I, I just don't. I don't foresee that happening voluntarily. You know what I mean? It's not going to be like something he's going to say. All right, we won. We just beat the Giants. Next week we're going back to Carson. I just don't see that ever being the play, unless of course, uh, again, it's injury or Carson comes in and saves the day. You know, in a game. Yeah, and you That's know, it. like like. I think he had to. Yeah. He's coming to save today. He's come in and, and balled out. He did his thing. He's his own worst enemy for his prosperity. Sure. Because all these a few plays away from this being a mute subject. Sure. But he doesn't. Right. And it's there. And if I paid for Carson and he is hurt and he looks good and he comes back, yeah. If if not, it was a bad decision from the gate. Either way, you can't win yeah. on this because it was your decision to sure. spend that kind of money. And if it's not a, if it's a arm's length, nah, it should be more than that. Yeah, and again, it's um, he he made he had the call right. He he made the call there. I mean, that was his decision. Mm-hmm. He just made it perfectly clear that a Bears game, and he got very heated about it. It wasn't anybody else's decision. So, uh, as you say, you know, you're trying, you're in the fight, you're in the mix right here. If you mess it up, 
just to go back to prove that your initial evaluation was right, then you're going to look like a real fool. I mean, just, yeah, thank you. you can't screw that up. Yeah, thank you. You can't screw that up. And again, I like this Nick Saban stuff about, you know, team picks a quarterback, and I kind of feel like that's where we are right now. Again, as you've often said, it's all subject to change if you don't get the correct results and the correct play yeah. uh, in a game. And I, I don't think that's unfair. I don't know where we got to this point or how we got to this point where – so many quarterbacks were coddled um, the way they are, and it's become such like a you know right. almost a mental like you're almost like a sports psychologist with the quarterback more so than you are anybody else. I tell people all the time it's a week to week league. Yeah, no, it is. You, know, you, you so got to reload up oh, week goodness. to week. It's so much. Yeah, is. and it's if crazy. you thick skin, if you can't handle it, get out. No doubt. If you can't make these big boy decisions, then you shouldn't be in charge. No question. Did you think yesterday? I had a lot of different theories on this yesterday. Okay. I, I kind of thought. The head coach um, wasn't saying that he wasn't going to play Chase Young, but I got some friends saying, it sounds like Chase Young may not play. I'm like, I don't know about that, but maybe I'm missing it. Maybe I'm just too caught up in, I assume that he would play coming out of the bye week. But I, you know, I think he's playing again. I, I didn't get that sense. I, I think they're just being smart with him. I mean, I think they would have never put him on the roster if they didn't think he was going to play again. You know, I mean, like, why even put him on the active roster if that was the case? Mm-hmm. I, I've 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 tried to hold back on this. I know because I think they're capable of doing something that would have absolutely nothing to do with football. Sure, and I'm sad to say that. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like a lost leader. First of all, Chase would be the first guy to tell you he's so proud that the defense has carried on. True. I don't want somebody to fail because I'm not there. I want them to succeed because I know right. once I'm healthy, can't nobody touch me. Right. Insecure people would want that. Yeah, insecure, yeah, yeah. But only yeah. a loser yep. wants others to fail for him or her to succeed. Right, right. So I don't put anything past them because their history shows me that. Sure. They can't be trusted when it comes to certain things. And this is one to where when he's healthy, he'll play. If he wants to, he may have a fear factor. He might be wrestling with demons right now. Yeah, that's a good point. Here's the good news. It's not going to affect the game. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. Again, if he were a center or a guard, I think this no, is I, always the – I'd rush him back. Yeah, the, yeah, he was a quarterback. <laughs> that was a, rush was, him back. was a pro bowler. I mean, you know what I mean? But this, he's not. And, you know, like we just talked about this this week, about the discipline of playing a guy like um, – a guy like Daniel Jones, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and how you really you have to be smart and get in place sound, you know, lane integrity. You know, coach is so fired up after that uh, was it the Kansas City game in the preseason about it, right? Because it was like a flashback of what happened in the regular season. They talked the entire off season about not doing that again, and then it happened. So, and they've been pretty good at it. Now they had some of it on Sunday, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But so I, I also was kind of like a little, you know, a little relieved to be honest with you. This wasn't the game they're going to break him in on. Now, he's seen how the game plan works or should work. I would like to think, you know, FedEx Field two weeks from now. Yeah, roll him out there for, I don't know how many snaps it'll be, five to ten, whatever. I'm going to tell you what I told him this summer. He wants to play badly. He, he, sure. He's a fierce competitor, and I love the kid. <clears throat> I said, don't rule out the fact that you don't play until next year. Mm-hmm. This ain't a one-shot deal for you. You're a multi-million-dollar property, and I wanted to see you get every dime of it. Right. Because this ain't about 
this is about you securing your family for generations mm-hmm. to come. Yep. This ain't about entertainment. Yep. This is about generational wealth. I want you to look at it as a businessman. But he's so enthusiastic, I think he would cheat. He would tell him I'm good, even if he wasn't 100%. Sure. That's why I don't want him in charge of this. I want them to, and especially if I didn't need him. Now, I'm the same guy that if I needed him, I say, hey, horse, can you give me about 20? <laughs> right, right, right. You'd be <laughs> can like, you give me 20 yeah. practice? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. It changes immediately if I yeah. needed him. Sure. But if I don't need him, then I'm just being ignorant right. by pushing it until he shows me in practice. Now, I'm going to tell you what, the moment he's out there, the opponents are going right for his knee. They're going right for his knee. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what freaks you out, right? That's the first to, thing I'm right, going to do. They're going to try to cut him, right? They're oh, going to totally try to cut him right away. Yeah. Or or they're going to run right at him. Run right at they're him. They're going to run at him. They're going to run Heavy the ball dose. immediately at him. Yeah. We'll run the zone read right at him. Good news is that he plays next to John Allen. Yeah. Yeah, so he could be okay. Be All okay. right. 301-230-09. I get another half hour with you here on Burgundy Gold today. Uh, talking earlier about this Baker Mayfield uh, release for the Carolina Panthers, it seems like people are down on it. That's good. What about Linnell? I'm sure Linnell. What's Linnell? I haven't heard. You know, it's refreshing not to hear him screaming and hollering, but I can't wait to get his take on it. All right, three zero one two three zero zero. Where are we? Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. Let's go to Annapolis. Let's, Let's do try. it. We haven't been in a minute. Let's do it. Annapolis. Lip, lip. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Blippi. How are you guys doing today? Good. Hey, guys, I just want to say today is Maryland's day. We're taking out Wisconsin, and we're going big. Let's go, Maryland. Woo! All right, Wisconsin. (laughs) Hey, man. Now, hey, G, can you match that? Whatever he has and wherever he's at, sounds like he's better off than G and the It sounds like it. And his crew. No doubt, man. Speaking of Big Tony. Yes. Have you... (laughs) <laughs> Have you heard from him lately? You know, he's got a new studio. You know, he comes up with all these pictures and yeah. things, him in the wilderness. It's, he's, he's created it in his yeah. backyard. It's almost like he's got a... A Dick Sporting Good. Somebody yeah. described it to me as. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a yeah. Dick Sporting Good yeah. um, <laughs> is, is the way it was. Was that Chris Knocky calling about the Terps tonight? Was it, you think that wasn't Knocky? Was Could have been Coach Knocky. <laughs> now, he's already in Wisconsin by now, I would think, at the Cole Center. Hey, man, I, you know, I know... That's a 9 o'clock tip tonight on ESPN The Dose. Yeah. I just love the way they're coming out vicious. They are. And you know what I like? Turtles are just I'm glad to see that so many of their fans, they're they're not petty enough to drag Mark Turgeon uh out every time they win a game. Yeah. Well, actually, I mean the opposite of that. Um uh, but anyway, yeah, I've, our, our friend Ostertag, who's out west in the in the desert yeah. with Murray. Another every, associate of the Kevin Sheehan. Every podcast. time, every time Maryland wins a game. Or any does anything. There is some reference of the prior administration yeah, and how it. they what they could not discard. Do. Yes, no discard. No, they love it. I mean, they they not. Yeah. I mean, it's like one thing to like run somebody over the first time, but they literally stop. Oh no, they hit it in reverse. They do it dump again, truck him. and then they do it again, and they just they just kind of keep going yeah, back and forth dump truck him. Uh, from reverse to drive to run him over. I mean, again, but that's kind of been their mo. Yes. Terps have blame. Yes. They play the blame game. They like to. Yes. Yeah, they play the blame game. They like to. And no. I'm just saying, other than, but not Gary. No, not at I all. I mean, Gary, no, no, no. blood and guts. Yeah, he was great. And that's why he's well, look, and again, it, and he was. It's hard to replace the legend, right? Yeah. And there's no doubt. There's no question it's hard to replace the legend. And Unless Kevin, you get to keep recruiting right. like the legend did. Right. Kevin Willard has yeah. done a very nice job here. Yeah, the he's first, a beast. 
eight games, but this is where it gets interesting because you start getting into the conference, right? This mm-hmm. is where things will start to be, uh, you know, you start to find out. That was a good win the other night at home, but now you got to do it at Wisconsin. And I think they've got number seven Tennessee over the weekend. I think they've also got your team, the Bruins, coming up as well. Yeah, the university yeah. might be in town. Uh, mm-hmm. But again, early hoops is like preseason football. Yeah. You know, you can get a little something from it. Yeah. You don't play yourself out as, but it's just the idea of the eyeball test usually. Yeah. You Takes know, and you do it, you're courtside, so you get to see it from a different vantage point. But it's early. Yeah, it's early, but still, when you win, it's not that early. Yeah, you know it's what? only it, early when you right. lose. That's a good point. It's yeah. only early when you lose because yeah, you, you, you are building. I mean, the net rating's out now. I mean, <laughs> it's out for everybody, so you know where you kind of stand and don't stand. You know what's helping and what's hurting you. Yeah. So that and the, and the road wins mean a lot. So if you can get them, you got to take them. What would you do? I'm going to give you a sheen. Uh-uh. I'm going to go hypothetical. Okay, okay. I'm going to give you a hypothetical. All right, give me a hypothetical. Coach Prime calls you and says, I want you to do my games. Oh, man, I'm there. At Colorado. I mean, I'm kind of I mean, pissed that Smoot didn't jump on that uh, with, you know, I, I told him, man. I was like, come on, you, you got Dion's number. We're sitting there on Sunday. I was like, let's yeah. text Dion. Let's see what's going on no here. Question. With, uh, with, let's I'll, break the story here. I'm yeah. watching football with him. I go, I want to know what Dion's going to Colorado. What's he doing? You know, let's, let's, let's find out. Uh, I mean, yeah. it, I can't think of a better gig because it's going to be a ride. I, I mean, just. It's going to be like old Ooh. Colorado, I think. I think it's going to be that kind of level of athlete again. Yeah. People forget. How good that team was in the Not 90s. everybody Ooh. wins national championships. Right. Not everybody gets to the mountaintop. Yep. They've been there, done that, and Boulder, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. No. No, it, it is. Right. No, it's nice. It's just, just. Well, there's some things out there that you can do that you can't do everywhere else, too. So, For example. <laughs> Well, G in the shop, I think, is... A, oh, is G, a, yeah. Well, likes, G, well man, now G. he can do it here, but he could do it in Colorado long before he could do it here. So yeah. I you think, think that... G has a summer home in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> G came vacation everywhere. Yeah, it's true. To certain places. Yeah. Jamaica. You know, you I can go. tell you what, he can never go to a Marriott. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that right now. I mean... <laughs> All right, let's get because back to some calls. 301 zero smoke Roy, Brunswick. <laughs> uh, what up? Roy, you with us? Go ahead, buddy. Hey, gents. Hey, awesome Roy. show as always. Thanks, man. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you clear. Man, it was awesome to hear. It was awesome to hear Galdi on. I miss that. I miss that dude as a fellow Orioles fan. Um, yeah, you know, I almost threw the baseball. Yeah, if we would have gone into the baseball honey hole, he'd still be on the yeah, air. Yeah, I know. Man. I almost I know. threw it in there. Because I know that he's got some strong feelings about what's going on in Philly. Yeah, he, he had yeah. some family involvement in that for a while before yeah. they flipped it and changed everything. It took everything in yeah. my power not to go baseball, but we had to stay true to our format. How you doing? Go ahead, Roy. What's that, Roy? What's the word? Oh, oh Roy, Roy Okay. We can go to the District of Columbia. Clifford. Oh, we got Roy back. Is he oh, back? Roy's back. All right, we got him. Okay, hey, Roy. Roy, go ahead, man. You're back. We lost you for a second. Hey, yeah, I don't know what happened. No, yeah, his chin music and baseball and all that was great. So love that you had him on. What's funny with um, I was going to talk about the quarterbacks. Sure. There was all you know. We we signed Carson, and they're like, oh, there's idiots. They could have had Matt Ryan, and they're like, oh, if they would have waited, they could have had Baker Mayfield. Yeah. He dodged all. And, of them. and I was at. Yeah, and I was at the game where we beat Russell Wilson, and he couldn't score 16 points against our defense when we were bad with Lockett and Metcalf. And I'm like, I definitely don't want that guy. It's kind of like the Westbrook and Wall thing here in D.C. There was literally no right answer. Like, none of those dudes played well. And it's just funny that it's like, at least we only got hamstrung for one year. I mean, imagine if we would have done everything that needed to be done to bring 
Russell Wilson here or, oh you know, just gave Don't Matt Ryan that. two or three years for yeah. Matt Ryan. And it's like, you know, oh, we yeah. didn't guess right, but nobody guessed right. That's well, I mean, again, the Russell nobody. Wilson one would have been the most damaging because like, they gave up a lot of draft stock to the Broncos, right? They gave up players in the current roster. Um, they gave up the – then did the contract on top of it, right? At least the commanders stopped themselves because there was an era, you know this, where in order to prove they were right, they would have given him the world in addition to trading for him. And then that way they would have just gone full bore on selling 11 jerseys, right? Like tried to. But I think they understood what they were dealing with, which was this is a maybe a roll of the dice might be the best way to put it if we're going to get anything overly positive out of it for the long term. So they didn't do that, which was good. All right, where are we going next? All right, next stop, we're going to Upper Marlboro. Nate, welcome to the program. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's happening? What's up, buddy? Ain't not much, man. Hey, um... I don't think I really want to say it, man. Uh, I think, um, you know, I think we all in pretty good shape. Um, I hear all the noise, you know, about Heineke, man. And, you know, it is what it is. We just got to make do with what we got. But um, only thing I'm disappointed in, uh, Doc, is uh, I was waiting on for uh, the fullback we had got to come out and, and, and crack heads. Right? What's his name? Uh, I think it's you, Scott. What's that? When you to play? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh my God. He was supposed to play, man. I swear, man, because if it wasn't you, Scott, then who? Y'all clowning. If it wasn't Scott, man, who locked did Brian Robson steal that hat from? It was yeah. Brian Mitchell's hat. You said Brian Mitchell. B. Mitch. It was B. Mitchell's oh, hat. Oh, it was B. Mitch. Yeah, it was B. Mitchell's hat, yeah. Oh, yeah, I should have known. I yeah, should have known. Yeah. They, got, going listen, going and they, got, they used his helmet, which is really cool. A replica of his helmet to run out of. They used his mold. Yeah, they run out of him. That was good. All right, yeah, guys. You had me. You had me. You, you yeah, set that, that up very I nicely. Had to go with it. Clifford yeah. in the district. What up? Doc, Scott, we're heading down the home stretch. It's time for Scott Turner to instill Cam Sims a little more in the offense, especially in the red zone. Because I noticed the offense is having trouble scoring touchdowns when they could be able to put touchdowns on the board instead of selling for field goals. And I wish Al Gardner was still online because I would ask him what did he think about Jalen Hurts now. Because I mentioned to him, should Washington draft Hurts back back then? And he said, Hurts turned the ball over too much. Now I sit back and listen. Wow. But that. So th- see the receipts on that call. Woo. Uh, I'll write that one down. Hey, by the way, our buddy Kyle uh, sends me a message. says, isn't it crazy that Carson Wentz has more touchdown passes than Russell Wilson? And he's been out for six weeks. (laughs) No, That is crazy. And that's crazy bad for Russell and the Broncos. All right, if you're on the line, hang in there. We'll get to you coming up the other side. We've got one final break to get to. Uh, Hoffman shows coming to the top of the hour with Baby Iverson uh, in the producer's chair. Uh, It is Burgundy Gold today. Doc Walker, Scott Jackson here on the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Burgundy and gold today. Ah, brother! I tell you what, I, there's a there's a gleam. There's a gleam. There's a gleam. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, so there's um, NFL and CBS put up some stats a little while ago. Mm-hmm. Which of these two players would you pick for defensive player of the year? Uh, Nick Bosa or Micah Parsons? Um, and it's amazing the numbers, the how good they are for both of them. But, you know, as much as we praise Micah Parsons, he's very good. 
12 sacks, 13 for loss, 22 awesome. quarterback hits, 58 pressures. His pressure percentage is 18.4, 12 games he's yeah. played in. Nick Bosa, in one fewer game, has 14 and a half sacks, 15 for loss, which is more than Parsons. 34 quarterbacks hits, which is 12 more. Savage. 12 more in, again, one fewer game. Uh, four pressures, uh, 19.3%. And, again, the commanders uh, get these guys on Christmas Eve. Eesh. And they're both on good teams. It's, it's like in, good, in really good units. Yeah, They're the two really best yeah. units that I like to see work. Sure. No being disrespectful to Philadelphia because they got a beast, too, if – if Godzilla's there. Right, 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 right. But in terms of sheer domination, Bosa to me, and, and not even not the best, the kid up in Pittsburgh, is insane. Yes. The impact. Yeah, TJ Watt. Yeah. Nobody has anything like that. Yeah. No, and then there's Parson. The thing I like about Mike, he can do it at three different positions. No, I like the, the fact they move him around. And that's a yeah. credit to Quinn. Yeah. Dan Quinn's terrific. Um, let's be honest, he's the thing holding that thing together. Oh, he's the best. He, he's let he's me holding that whole thing together. But I can say this, nobody has a two as good as Lawrence. Yeah. Dallas has two A's. Yeah. See, that's the thing. He's getting left out of this. Yeah. (laughs) After further review, he's he's a monster. You got to have a two. That's why Payne and it's like Allen and. Right. When you got two guys playing A-plus ball, you're hard to beat. No doubt. No doubt about it. Um, we got anybody straggling on the lines that we should get to? Yeah, Eminem. We got, yeah, anybody, we got, left Eminem, up, we got anybody left on the phones, Mike? We got one more? Who okay. do we got? I can't see. Our, well, our no, phone I, screen I, went I, down. I killed the screen. Doc just killed our phone screen. So who is screen, it? man. Where are we going? His name's Lenny from Maryland. Let's get a Lenny oh, in Lenny. Maryland hey, before Lenny. we get here. What's happening, Lenny? Hey, 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 Doc and uh, Scott. I appreciate hey, the um, I, I really enjoy your show. But Thanks, real so. fast, I have three points, and I'd like to see if I get your, your, your input on it. Uh, first thing, is thumbs up, thumbs down to uh, Baker Mayfield. I yeah. tell you, this is a hard one, but I think um, I, I give him a thumbs up compared to uh, RG3's uh, like subway uh, advertisements um, oh when my he God, was there yes. publicly Absolutely. with his girlfriend. I'm with you. I'm and, with you. And, and then also – go ahead. No, no like, I'm with you, and yeah. I like Bobby. I'm a big yeah. fan of Bob Griffin's, but I, I'll tell you that. Oh, oh well, well <laughs> – <laughs> no, I just said the commercials. I'm, no, I'm, I'm going with him. Fan. I'm a huge fan of him. Yeah, I am too. But I'm going well, with I'm Baker. A huge fan. Baker smoked it on the commercials. Oh, I'm lo- oh, on the commercials, and then I just just got tired of seeing Robert in his public display his girlfriend, and I'm in with Dan Snyder. It was just too much of a distraction. So I mean, that, I just want well, to get that one out real fast. The he, second he, point, he was young, he was young and our yeah. environment is not yeah. conducive to winning. Boom, it's conducive to promoting. All he yeah. needed was a foot. Yeah. We didn't have a football centric approach. Not then. Not then. We do now. Very much so. But we didn't. We didn't then. And unfortunately, Bobby got caught up in it. When he came out saying all he in did. for week one, I knew then we were doomed. First of all, nobody asked him. He don't tell you when he's coming <laughs> back. That's what. And he had a he had a grown ass man as a head coach. And when I saw the power or lack thereof that Mike Shanahan had here yeah. after being told he was in full control, I knew then we were terrible. We're okie-doked. What else do you have? Did we lose him? He gone. Oh, okay. All right. I thought else he had something else. Hey, by the way, um, 
we were talking earlier about Pat Mahomes and how he sat for a year. Remember that? And this is uh-huh. kind of coming off. The Alex Baker. Smith went to the playoffs. Um, remember the Oklahoma Texas Tech game in college? Vividly, sixty six fifty nine. The Sooners won it. Mayfield had seven touchdowns, five hundred and forty five yards. Mahomes threw for seven hundred and thirty yards. <laughs> yeah, Lee Steinberg. Lee Steinberg brought. Patrick that's awesome. Mahomes that's so great. to our little set. Yes, that's right. At the Super Bowl. Be- Lee Steinberg was his Lee guy. Lee Steinberg's yeah. Lee's most guys guy. Yeah, yeah, but for a while he was, remember? He was Jerry Maguire. He literally down to like one client yeah, at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, you Lee, and he brought us, and he said, this guy here. And so a lot of people say that. I'll never forget it. They all say it, right? They, like they say always it. say they got a guy who's the best yeah. ever. From Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah from Which te- let me know, well, maybe. Yeah. Because they ain't doing nothing else there. Yeah. So you can throw it or whatever you can do, yeah. you can be one track. 819 they damn sure not yards in the loss. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> it's so wild that he had a separated right shoulder and they threw, they made him throw That's another passes. thing. That's another yeah. great point. Yeah, yeah, it's also like Cliff Kingsbury's an idiot, but whatever. <laughs> well, he's smart enough to get it. He, he faked these people out. No, he's actually brilliant. He's on the yeah. NFL sidelines. Uh-huh. Masquerading as a head coach. No, that's true. And he's pulled it off. No, he has. No, seriously, yeah. I ain't mad at him. Nah, he's pulled it off. There's yeah. no doubt. I mean, listen, he he's gonna modeling or something in the future. I don't hey, know man. what he's gonna do, but he, whatever he's doing, I mean, he got a contract this offseason. I have no idea how. Yeah. Uh, and again, his teams do the same thing every year. Although this year they didn't even do that, which they, they get run out of the gate like the the rabbit and they get chased down and they they're terrible. But you know, you're hey, good cooking with Crisco. Whenever you've got a job and your boss has never done your job. Yeah. he got, You know what? I forgot this. His extension. Not only did he get an extension this offseason. Do you want to hear how many years it was for? Do you remember? No, I don't think a lot not about one, the Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. He got a six-year extension. I mean, this guy's better than Matt Rule almost. Although Matt, Matt Rule's Rule, the nah, best. Matt on, Rule's man. the best. Yeah. Come on. Matt Rule's the best. Don't, dare, don't you say anything bad about Matt Rule. Dude, he got a... He's okay. balling An NFL six-year deal, then he gets an, is it an eight-year From deal Temple. Nebraska, right? Let's go back yeah. to where it started. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't at Penn State. No, he was good there. Yeah, no, he's been great. Yeah, but the, the Baylor, I mean, did Baylor did great, but I'm just get it, to think about that, though, a guy who had never coached in the NFL, to get that long of a contract at that time, and yeah. then to go to college now after failing miserably and get that kind of contract, good for him. I mean... Even Urban Meyer's got to be jealous of that. I mean, you know, that's crazy. You mean Ur- the Urban Meyer that the- could very well be back in Columbus? <laughs> yes. That guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Eight years, $74 million to go to Nebraska. Obviously, they're they're kind of antsy there to win. You know what? And we uh, need them to win. No, I think it'd be cool. We need them, man. I think it'd be cool. Uh, yeah. No I, doubt. I, I, think I cool. love it when I, – I love watching what Iowa does. Mm-hmm. Their program, Wisconsin, Iowa. But Nebraska, for people long in the tooth – that represents something yeah. that was special. And if you've been there watching that Red River or Sea of Red cross that bridge, coming to that stadium, yeah, you get goosebumps. You got some big assignments this weekend, don't you? Um, uh, here. Well, I'm here with you Thursday, so that's the biggest assignment I have. Wait a minute, you mean we're back? We're back here Thursday. From oh, what so I've I never been take told. it for granted. I'm one uh, day at a time. Tomorrow man. night, I'm yeah. in uh, Norfolk on my way oh, that's right. in about five minutes uh, <laughs> to uh, ODU and William and Mary tomorrow night on ESPN the Plus. My so, yeah. Now, are you 
You drive or your driver's taking you? Uh, I'm dr- I am my driver. Oh, you are your driver. So my driver <laughs> is driving me. Yes, I'm my own driver. You know? No, no, I'm used to being yeah. around Sheehan. So I I know. And listen, it would be great yeah. if I could find somebody who could drive me to all these games yeah. and I could like read or sleep. Or I'd, I'd probably, Kevin, just, I'd if, probably just sleep, I, to be honest with you. Well, see if you can borrow uh, Kevin's I would probably guy. just sleep on the way down. I wouldn't even, you know, I, I'd say I would read in the car, but it I probably a, wouldn't. It is a luxury. Not to have to drive yes. down 95. Yes, it is. Well, I get to go grind through it right now. Yeah. I'm going to be jumping in the HOVs and spending a lot of money. All right. Uh, thanks to everybody who joined us today. Al Galdi. Right. That was awesome hearing from yeah, Galdi again. Yeah, man. This is fun. Uh, Sean Sprangs. Good to hear from him. He's Sprangs. Okay, despite the loss. Uh, back tomorrow, the Big L's in this chair tomorrow from noon to 3. Hoffman Show is straight ahead oh next. Goodness. Thanks to Eminem for producing, for Doc and Scott Jackson. Have a great day, everybody, here on the Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.